what are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of my ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity. Hello, welcome to the fan of fool. I'm the fan, Matt Antonelli. I'm the fool, Alex Cameron. Welcome, the fool. You look like you almost forgot who was who for a moment. Well, sometimes when you do 200 and something report cards in one night, you forget lots of things. I've literally never done one, so I haven't forgotten anything ever. To be honest, it's not that hard. It's just lots of clicking. Don't you kind of just put them in piles of like, these are the A students, these are the B students, these are the C students, and then copy-paste? Yeah, so um, I'll tell you my process. Go ahead. Um, uh, this is interesting pick up a, to people a student's who name. Who. Pick up a student's name. <laughs> yes. Um, I roll a six-sided dice. Oh. Uh, a one is an A. Yeah. All the way down to a five is an E. Yeah. If I roll a six, we roll again. Wouldn't that be an F? We is don't it... have Fs in Australia. You mean any more? No, we've never had Fs in Australia. Oh, jeez. I must have really failed some <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would D minus. Um, yeah, we go down to an E minus. Oh, okay. We don't have... So, um, wow, participation. Makes right? more sense. Do you want to know why it makes more sense? Sure. Five, five point... This is not interesting to anyone listening. Not at all. Five... I might cut this out or I might leave it. I'll see how I feel. <laughs> okay. Five <laughs> point grade average, right? Yep. The three is in the middle, yeah. so that should be a past average. True. Whereas in America, I think a D is a pass, but it's still like... Not good. That's a six, six grade level, six grade point thing. That makes sense. Okay, Pod- <laughs> podcast. What a good time. <laughs> Hello. Um, Almost every episode, there's about 10 to 20 minutes of rambling. That's okay. People love it. So I hear... From who? From I don't know. How, at this point, what are we up to? This is episode. This is episode nine. Nine, I think. Ten, maybe. No, no. Two it's Aztecs. Nine. One episodes. Aztec. Is it one Aztec episode? Let me check. I'm pretty sure. If you uh, while Alex is looking for his book, um, it's, we're still like a little bit ahead on our recordings. There's only four episodes in the Aztecs. Ooh, just like the four stars we got on iTunes. Yeah, thanks for the one person who rated <laughs> us with a rating of four out of five. So now we're at eighty percent average. <laughs> yeah. Um, there so you go. Yeah. See, that's, that's a what B. The cool thing is, uh, if you look at our stats, it's not a lot of people listening, but there's people listening. There are people listening, and we thank you. Yeah, that's really cool. <sighs> what are we doing today? <laughs> uh, we're finishing. The sensorites? Yes. Sometimes I, I call them sensorites, but it's not that, is sensorites, it? Uh, sensorites is correct. Um, I've got some trivia ready to go. Um, I've got a thing I need to t- tell you first. Yes. yes. Um, I just wanted to clarify something. Uh oh. Because we said that the BBC records it, recorded over old Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. Which is not untrue. In fact, there's lots of highlights of us criticizing them for it. So now I feel bad. What's happened? No, no, they just used to just get just used to um, cull them from the archive because they take up space. Oh, so what? Okay, so that's worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what you're telling me is not only did they accidentally record over them, they just went, "This is just trash," and threw it out. Yeah. So they threw so out. Apparently, they're with a lot of shows, and a lot of the. Um... How many of them are this old? That's that's true, isn't it? Mm. Well, I guess they didn't. Sh- to me, shows make it this far. They did not the time. Zero. That's that's the answer. 
Zero. Yeah, this is the oldest science fiction series of all time or something. I wonder if... Is there any shows older than this? Yeah, but it's still running? Yeah, but it had a break. It did have Technically, a break. Technically, isn't, isn't, aren't the new episodes a separate thing-ish? No, 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 they're connected. But on BritBox, they're in different categories. as classic. Yes, because these are these end in... The series ends in the 80s. Yeah. And then there's a movie in 1996, which we will cover... I assume. And then there's a new series that starts in 2005. Oh, so it's it's like 40 years old. There's a 20-year break. Don't say that to a doctor. Well, no, because they kept making audio radio plays. Oh, okay, fair time. enough, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm With sorry. my favourite doctor. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, I don't know who that is, so I don't care. It means nothing to me. Well, when he pops up, I'll be like, this is my favourite one. Do you know who my favourite Doctor is? The first one? He's the yeah. only one you know? He's the only one I know. He's got such uh, grumpiness. It's, it's really uh, endearing. It's endearing grumpiness. Well, after his holiday, he came back with some more energy, and that's been that's fun. That's correct. And uh, as fun. you probably noticed, someone else has a holiday during this series. Yes. Actually, I've made a point about it, because they have, like the Doctor, they have quite a comeback. But should we wait till we get to that point? Yeah, okay, let's wait. We're talking about Barbara, but let's wait. Let's do the thing. Um, the I, guest thing? Uh, the guest thing. Um, it's a picture. Oh. Um, now, I think you'll get this very easily, but the reason why I have it is because I like it. Okay. You're allowed to like things. So I'm going to lift it up. If it's very noisy, it's just Matt dragging his picture along the table. Well, it used to hang up on the wall downstairs, but it kept falling down. Oh, jeez. Just make sure there's nothing that will identify it. This is a lot of suspense. Oh, oh you just hit yourself in the face. Okay, so it's a, it's like a map that you see at the beginning of novels, like old school novels sometimes. Yeah, I'd say like a like Tolkien-esque. You know, like a Lord of the Rings map. You no, know, I was thinking it looks like a Lord of the Rings map, but I don't think it is. It's got jaw... Is that a, a T or an R? Jaw-ro? Jaw-to? Oh. Uh, no, I'm not going to tell you until after you guess. It's a J because it's in jo- Tojo Falls. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to list the things on the map. Just because if I read them out loud, it might tell me where we are. In, <laughs> he's going to be annoyed at some of the pronunciations. Um, Sianwood City or Sianwood City, Keanwood City, Keanu Reeves City, no. <laughs> Well Islands, Ilex Forest. Lex Forest, Azalea Town. Oh, I think I'm, I'm getting. This is a Pokemon thing. I've just realised there's a massive Pokemon in the top right corner. <laughs> and also, I saw um, the one in the Lake of Rage, which is where the fish evolves into like a big dragon for no reason. Because that's how apparently evolution works in Pokemon Land. Yeah, you were a small fish. Now be a dragon of the uh, sea. You'd love Remoraid then. Remoraid evolves from a fish to an octopus. Artillery. That must be one of the ones that's not in the 151. No, it's in one of the these this area. 250. So they don't count. Yeah, they do. I'm the old school. I like the originals. This is uh, like gold silver. Yeah, not too bad. As soon as I read Azalea Town, I've never played those games, but I don't recognise it. So it's not a Doctor Who thing. It's a map of Georgia. Tojo? I'm just going to let you keep going with that. Tojo? It's Johto. 
Oh, but then Falls is different. Tojo Falls. Yeah, Tojo Falls. Okay. I'll add a picture of that. Looks cool. Tojo Falls links to um, Canto, which I've got the map for that over in my room. Oh. I've got three of these. But now you can't show any of them because I'll know that they're I could go get all of them and you could be like, ooh. I should have gotten all of them Actually, together. The reason I didn't pick Canto is because that's from that's the first one, and I feel like it's quite obvious. But we'll get pictures of all of them for the podcast and for social media. Yep. What is it? Sienwood City? Sinwood City? Sinwood City. Could be Sienwood. What Pokemon is that in the top right? I recognize it, but I don't know. That is name. a Lugia. Lugia. The Lugia gave it away. And also the... Gyarados. Gyarados. You idiot. One of the originals. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that at 32 years old I forgot one of the original Pokemon from 400 billion years ago. How would you play if it was 400 billion years ago? Play? Oh, right. <laughs> Pokemon are based on an old le- legend of real things. The original Pokemon lives in Scotland. The Loch Ness Monster. Oh. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. You ready? Anyway. I'm moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. Cool pictures. Um, Next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, the sensor now, it was a little bit longer gap between us recording this time. Yeah. Um, because I got really busy and then we watched Batman movies as well. Yeah. Yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, um, Rat reminds me. Rat reminds you. Rat reminds me. Who's Rat? Uh, there's an actor in the one we saw last night. Yeah. Who is in Doctor Who at some point. Hmm. Mm. Can I try and guess? I mean, Doctor Who's quite a massive thing, so eventually... Is it a big actor? Uh, look, I wouldn't say he was... It's not like it's Christian Bale or anything. No, but he's English. I don't think he's English. Look it up. He speaks with an American accent because Americans are so Oh, dumb. no, Christopher... I mean, um, Christian Bale... Yes. ...is English. That's why I just said. Yeah, but it's not Christian Bale in the show, is what I say. It's not like the massive, massive, but... Did I have a stroke? No. You said to me the name Christian Bale, and I said, yes, he is English. And you said, no, he's not. No, no, no. I said, it's not Christian Bale or anything, and you said, he is English. I was just making the point that he is English. And then you're like... Uh. But he's not in it. <laughs> I know. I'm just making the point that I get... A lot of them it's glad, are It's good that you know where people are from. Is it one of the people at the party that the Joker crashes? Is he the one that he grabs by the head? That's by the head. With a knife, and he says, you remind me of my father and all that nonsense. Oh, no. It's not the party. It's Who the therapy it? session at the start, where all the mob bosses are together. Oh. Which one? But then, don't you want to wait till he pops up? In 1996. Oh, well, I recognise him from that long ago, though. I think you will recognise him. He's quite... He is quite an established actor. Oh, is it... Is it Eric Roberts? Yeah. He's in Doctor Who. He's in Doctor Who. I Wow, that surprises me. And he does... He must have been pretty young. He still records audio plays to wow. this day for Doctor Who. I did not know As that. his character. Well, I'm sorry. I figured he's the only one there who's like a real actor that wasn't like Ledger or someone. That's pretty cool. Mm. It was either going to be him or the French guy with the dogs. But I figured it can't be him. Well, maybe the French guy could be him. I don't recognise him, though. 
Anyway. Um, last time we recorded... Yeah. Um, Ian had just collapsed. So they had... Yes. They were in the sense sphere. Yeah. Or the city. Meeting with the rulers. Uh, with... And these are their actual names. Go ahead. The city administrator. Yep. No, no, that's their titles. What's their names? They don't have names. They just have titles. So that's actually their names. Yes. Oh, okay. That's, they say that sometime in the episode. Oh. That makes what happens a lot more important. <laughs> Do you mean it makes more sense now? No, no, no. What I mean is... Well, I'll wait till we get there. And then I'll explain So, city hey. administrator... Sorry, yes. Uh, the first elder, the second elder, and then there's like some scientists and some soldiers and stuff. And they, the way they tell each other's ranks is what they're wearing. Yeah. So like, the first elder um, has two sashes, like a big X, like an X man. Yeah. And then the second elder has one sash. Yeah. And then I think the scientist guy has like a neck sash. Necklace so are thing. they? Are they? And the soldier has, like, ones on their arm. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Yep. This might be controversial. Are they self-racist? Because they're essentially saying that they all look alike, and so they need something to point each other well, out to Well, later on, Carol says, we wouldn't know who each of you are because you look alike. Ooh. I can't tell from the back of your head, I think she says. Well, I mean, that that's an okay statement. You could know someone and not see them across the room if it's the back of their head. Uh, actually, Uh-oh. she says, if you're wearing the different sashes, how would we tell the difference? Something along those lines. Yeah, actually, and she gives them And then he's an like, idea. I never thought of that. All right, well, I'll just talk about it now then, because we've, yeah, we've yeah, already got to that point. Now. That's the point I'm making, is it makes it means a lot more the fact that one of them attacks someone higher up and steals their sash. To pretend to be them, because he's not just... See, I read it as he's pretending to be that title to get things done. But literally, he's stealing the identity of that person if their name is their title. Yeah. So it's actually like a bigger crime. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just me pretending to be a cop when I'm not a cop. It's like me pretending to be this particular person. Yeah. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Who's Jim? That's from The Office. Oh. oh, Dwight says that. Yeah. Millions of families suffer every year, hmm. including the censorites, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> now, um... Are they a family? They're more like a Borg collective in that way. Yeah, they're kind of like, um... Do you say Borg? Yeah, you know how they none of them have real identities, they're just kind of part of a big collective of people. Yeah, okay. It's kind of similar. I know that's not Doctor Who. Is that Star Trek? Yeah. Okay. But the Daleks are like that. We had this conversation. Good. Um, Go ahead. Now, I have to tell you my experience with these episodes. Can you say that again? I didn't hear a word you said. Why not? I said it. The first four words were said as one word. (laughs) So that's a lot of my experience. (laughs) I'll tell you my experience with these episodes. Yes, go ahead. These three episodes uh, feel really long. Like, there's lots of just talking. And I just feel like there wasn't... I was... Not as interesting as the first three, I don't think. Leading up to the point where Ian drinks whatever he drinks and gets yeah. sick. Because a lot of them, there's a lot of sitting around and talking about things and yeah, and then um, cutting to someone else, to two other people talking about a different thing. And then... That's true. 
there's just there's like a lot of conversations. Lots of, I call it um, exposition episodes. Yeah, it does feel that way, to be honest. So lots, lots of dialogue, which William Hartnell probably wouldn't have been a fan of. And, you know, that might explain one of the notes I made about this series of episodes, which is he's not Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. is not the only person that stumbles over their lines and they just leave it in. Yeah. I did some research about that, too. Oh, yeah. The stumbling over lines and just leaving things in. It was, back in the day, incredibly expensive to do another take. So a lot of the time they just went, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, so, because, you know, like, film's expensive. Yeah, that's fair. And actor's time is probably expensive, so... And they just followed the Doctor's lead, because I know Susan does it at least once. There's yes. a couple of censorites that do it. Yeah, yeah. And they just roll with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good, isn't it? But what we all about, make mistakes. What about the times that we talked about where at the we end... We over overhearing or something like that. A lot yeah, that's actually, I wrote that down, over-over-talking, and makes me makes me defend my choice. Oh, I, I, like, I like makes me, makes me defend my choice. Makes me, makes me? Yeah. Remember we talked about previously, an episode would end with a scene, and would start with the same scene in the next episode so that you got the continuity, but they reshot it? Yeah. Why would they do that if film is so expensive, but they're willing to leave lines in? Why didn't they use the same scene? Could it be that they finish the acting day, like that episode's done... And then everyone gets into positions for them when they start filming the next episode. So they just do the scene again? Yeah. But if it's so expensive, I just find that odd. Also, they made a bit of mask for the Sensorites. They look different. You know how in that first episode, they were on the, at the window? Yeah, they look, they look alright. And then, yeah, then they looked a bit better. Yeah. Um, okay, so... I'm surprised, because I really like these episodes. Ooh. I like the political... Um, like in a conflict and I liked the twist of what happens in the tunnels I don't know if it's technically a twist but I didn't see it coming oh no I think the third episode in this in the alpha three that of this the second half of this story arc that we are watching <laughs> I think this the last one's fine I just feel oh, like okay. this one is the first one the first one is a bit in particular Ian's unwell they have to try and save Ian and then there's a lot of um, I mean that the city administrator says a lot of times that he thinks Ian is just, like, faking it. Yeah, I feel, I do feel like they ran that point home way too much, and we're like, we get it. <laughs> I agree with you there. Um, the Doctor shouts... Sorry, here we go. The Doctor shouts. He shouts multiple times in this. It's good. Actually, he does. He finally decides to be a man to step up instead of letting Whoa. Barbara and Ian and Susan do a little flip for him. Um, you know what it's like? I had never watched any of the Harry Potters until they were all out, and then I watched it with someone who wanted me to watch them. The first four films, Hermione's the hero. Mm. You realise that, right? It should be Hermione and the Philosopher's Stone. Hermione. Oh, I don't know it that well. <laughs> the girl. The, the girl and the stone. <laughs> Sounds like girl with the dragon tattoo. I think the point is, in those, mov- in those movies, yeah. Harry Potter's never... Like, he's not the... He gets a lot of help. To the point where someone she, else... She she literally works out all the, all the riddles or all the puzzles they have to solve. Mm. She knows how to deal with everything. Yeah, I don't think he's oblivious to the fact that he's not 
saving the day on his own all the time. Why is he the title character then? Because he is the title character. Yeah, but it's like this. It's taken, what, 30 episodes for the Doctor to step up and do something. Apart from be the lawyer that one time where he was like hamming it up and going, All right there. Remember that? I do. He rolled his R's. That's the last time he stood up. I mean, he's... He's old. He's old, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, shouts. Ian, Ian does uh, collapse. <laughs> why did you... Why did you speak that out like it was a meme? Ian does a collapse. <laughs> Many danger. Um, too well to discuss whether Ian's collapse is... Uh, real or such, not. Yeah, real or fake. Uh, so they let the doctor try and figure out a cure. Uh, the city administrator um, is like, nah, he's definitely lying. Um, and so he's talking. He's with the scientist and John. Remember John? The crazy. Dude. I'd forgotten about John when I started watching this. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I did too. Because yeah, it was all about Ian, and then something yeah. like, oh yeah, there's this other guy who's lost his mind. Oh, can I just bring up this? Now, oh, I don't know what this is. So while we're thinking, while we're thinking, while we're talking about John, yep. John and Carol, because Carol's his like woman, woman, friend, not his woman. You know what I mean? Um, she is a woman. If that's they, how she chooses to identify, there was someone else in the station that they left Barbara with. Remember, there was another guy. Now, when they landed in the first episode, there was two people at the consoles, like dead. Oh yeah. And no, one of them. No, one of them was. Oh yeah, you're right. One of them was um, Carol, and one of them was another guy. Yeah, and so in this, they the most of the TARDIS team is now on the, the sense sphere, but yep. they left Barbara with the other guy. Yeah, on the ship. On the ship. We never hear from that guy again. I totally forgot about him because he's not at the end when everything's sold. No. He's just disappeared forever. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> this is the first time I've realised. Where did that guy go? Yeah, I think they must... So... That's right. They must have just left him on the ship. Alone. But but there's a point they go back on the ship. And we yeah, don't, we don't see really him. see that. Yeah, that's true. We kind of cut. We do a cut at that point. But anyway... Why is... Um, okay, question though. Yeah. Why is Barbara always... Isolated with a strange man in some of these episodes. Yeah. Is it by choice? I don't know Does if it's she by like choice. Men? Does she like the men? But it's funny how... Because there was even the episode with um, the Keys of Marinus. Not the fur shoulders man, but... Um, fur man who likes the shoulders. The, they sent Susan away with... Altos? Altos? Yeah, with the fur pants. Yeah, they go, this is going to be dangerous... So we'll send you away with this stranger, or we'll leave you here with this stranger. It's much safer that way. Wearing undies. Yeah, but, like, in every situation, it's like, the doctor and I have to go do something. Yeah. You stay here. Yeah. It's safer with this strange person. <laughs> you know what I mean? What about the Daleks episode? Go camping with these group of people, and you stay with this strange man. Who have to have a very interesting culture. Yeah. Yeah, they don't treat their women well. You'll be safe with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, now, uh, the administrator talks to the censor about how to get... Because there's a key for this disintegrator. 
Oh, yes. The um, famous machine. And the thing that keeps bothering me about me about the disintegrator keep, that keeps coming up is there's a whole room called, like, the disintegrator room where the disintegrator is kept. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah, but what... I'm just... Why yeah. have they got... Like, why do they need that? Is that a defense? Because they have already proven that they can control people's minds with, like, thoughts, right? That's true. So do they need to have a disintegration room? It's also seemingly forgotten about by most of the elite people. Because they're constantly going, oh, we can't find this person. Oh, yeah, there is this other room we totally forgot about that has this devastating machine. Yes. That is true. I don't know why they have it. The only time it ever seems to get used is against their own people. Yeah. So the city administrator is talking to... He's talking to Carol, because John's there with the thing on his head. Yeah, they're trying to fix him. His mind. Apparently. Apparently. Um, And so she mentions that she wouldn't recognise him. Like, she... Can't tell Stansfrads apart. Racist. Yes. Speciesist. Well, I guess species. Well, is that a thing? Do you think dogs care? If they went, wow, you didn't well, know. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, not racism like... is a thing that is a human concept, right? It's not like societies of birds get offended when other birds don't recognise who they are because they look like birds. Well, I guess we don't know because birds don't really talk talk back. But what I'm saying is Maybe it's not a big deal I don't think we could say it's racist Well she didn't say it in a mean way She was just like Oh I'm sorry I don't know how to identify The different people Apart, she does mention apart from the sashes. Well, that's fair Okay, it's not, but it's not racist is what I'm saying They're not a race of human beings No, no But (laughs) you seem so cautious about saying Well, you know Tell them apart um, anyway. And so then he's like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that. So it gives him the, an idea to do something. That no one would be able to tell who he was if he was wearing a particular sash. Yes. So um, he... Even cleared... though some of them look different, different heights, different sizes, the only thing they look at is the sash, apparently. Um, and then the doctor... Yep. He deduces, he doesn't investigate... Shanine. She's become quite the Sherlock recently. Yeah. It's pretty standard. He even says elementary. Yeah, that's also just a phrase. Oh. Not in these episodes, but he says elementary, elementary in elementary. the courtroom scene. Oh, yes. Correct. Back in the day. Um, and he... So he deduces, mm-hmm. as I was saying, sorry, um, that it must be the water that has poisoned Ian... Because Ian's the only one that drank from the non-crystal water. Yeah. And so... The water that's not for the elites. Mm. And so uh, he's talking to some of some sensorites about how to investigate that. Where the, where's their water source from? It's from one place. It goes to 10 districts and blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, well, now we need to test all the water. And we get a fantastic montage Yeah. of him doing, like, experiments looking at test tubes and then cutting to like a sensorite holding a piece of parchment that says like district one, two, three, four, all the <laughs> way down to ten, and then writing like negative and then we get to like a cut of like Susan like um being like a nurse to Ian and being like, 
you know, keeping him well rested. And that just kind of loops a few times. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those montages from like a teenage movie where they're like trying on the different clothes. It was just missing one of those upbeat kind of like yeah. soundtracks, you know, um, where it's just quirky enough, but still mainstream. Um, the doctor figures out that there's poison happening in a particular district, in a particular district. So he's like, let's go test out this district. Can you take me to the aqueduct? Yeah. Um, and there you go. District eight. I just found on the thing. Yep. Uh, and the doctor prepares an antidote. Um, we don't see this on screen, but during this time, the city administrator kidnaps the family of the second elder. Yes. Because he says, you know, do what you're told or I'll hurt your family or something. So he comes across the second elder and has him, like, restrained and tied down. Yeah. And takes his sash, his precious sash. Barbara gave him the idea. Carol. Sorry, Carol. Yes, Barbara's, Barbara's on holidays. I forgot. She's on holidays with the man in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The city administrator, who is now the second elder, or is this is why they need like some names. But <laughs> the city administrator is now pretending to be the second elder, and the second elder is now just not wearing anything. So he's naked. Well, he's just a civilian. Don't the civilians just not have anything on? Yeah. Um. So he is still trying to say that this whole plot is so that the doctor instead of providing the antidote is going to make a poison and kill everyone I just don't know like it's still that thing they think they're after isn't it the uh, what's it called the precious material on their ship Malignium or something the reason John and all of his crewmates Malignium Malignium they know that the humans want it and so they assume that the Doctor and his crew are still after it, but they just want to get out of there. Um, so the Doctor goes to the aqueduct. But they don't like it being there, the sensorized, because it's underground. Yeah. Because what we learned, what we've already learned from the previous episodes is they don't like the dark... Mm-hmm. And they don't like loud noises. Mm-hmm. And both of those things are present as they go into the tunnels around the aqueduct area. Question. Yeah. Let's say you're um, a different species who doesn't like... Who can't stand light. That's racist, yes. And can't... Um, <laughs> and can't handle loud noises. Okay. How did you construct something loud and in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That is a good question. <laughs> Because it wasn't, it wasn't like they had someone else construct it for them, is no, it? No, this is called the Sensefit. Like, this is their planet. Maybe that's the only spot they could put it, but why? Why wouldn't you just put lights there, though? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how that happened. And they talk about monsters. Like, have monsters always been down there? Well, no. That must be a recent thing. Because of what's going to happen. Yeah. It must have been a recent thing. But you're right. How would the monsters have got there? If they know everything that's always coming into their area yeah how did there suddenly appear a monster in the yeah and there's something else so the doctor is like i'm gonna go check out this because obviously someone's like it's being poisoned somehow so i'm gonna go investigate yep i've got the antidote 
can you go give this to my friend Ian and then prepare a whole heap for your own people, I guess, whatever. The doctor goes to the, doctor goes to the aqueduct. Yeah. And he's left the antidote. Um, like, he sent it with a messenger to Susan. To say. To, to say. Give one to Ian. Give one to Ian, mass produce the other one. Yeah. Right? Uh, on the messenger's way to Susan, he gets intercepted by the city administrator who is impersonating the second elder. Yep. And he's like, give me that. I'll, I'll take it from here. And then he then smashes that antidote on the ground. Got him. Um, and the doctor is investigating in a dark place. Uh, there's one sensor out that goes with him initially. And then is like, I'm not going any further. It's too dark. And the doctor's like, I've got a tiny flashlight. I'll be fine. <laughs> and then walks into the dark. And then something attacks him. Ooh. And his, uh, his nice coat is all torn up. Yep. But then he's on the ground. And Ian is uh, still sick initially. But then Susan's like, where's that antidote? And has to go back to the laboratory to get another dose of it. Because the first one's been smashed by the second, second elder. Yeah. And she takes... Another lot to Ian and gives it to him. So how did he stop their plan at all by smashing it? He didn't change anything. No, he didn't change nothing. It literally slowed him down maybe 10 minutes. Because you just have to make another batch. Yeah. I actually don't think Susan would have made another batch. I think she just grabbed more of the liquid. Yeah. I mean, we don't see that happen. She goes and then she comes back with it. Yeah, but it's played out like it's not a big deal. Yeah. So what was it just to, uh, to show him how angry he is? To be honest, I don't understand a lot of what the city administrator is doing. I mean, it, clearly he wants some power and he doesn't like the other people being there. Yeah. But he's also just kind of like doing things. Yeah, it is a bit weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, the fact that Barbara's saying, wow, you guys look alike, it's a good thing the sashes tell you apart, is the first time any of them has thought this Carol. could be a problem. Carol, sorry. I keep saying Barbara because she's a character that matters. <laughs> and we know about. But the fact that no one in their entire species mm-hmm. has ever thought, hey, this could be a problem. Yeah. How has no one ever... Th- they, they, they have like this crazy dome protecting their city that they all live inside. And they have all this material that... They're protecting from other pla- people trying to come in and take it. Mm. No one's ever thought, hey, if I wore a sash, I could just run things here. Yeah. Explain yourself. But they do say that some people can, like, tell the difference. It's just the civilians can't see. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realise that. I didn't hear that Yeah. Part. But if you stand really far away from people, they'd be like, okay, I had the sash. Well, on. you're right. They do say if you're far enough away. Plus, I suppose if you're a... a, a a creature that can just read someone's mind and speak to them. I guess you're not worried about who's wearing what sash. Yeah. Um, Ian and Barbara. Now you've done that to me. Ian and Susan. <laughs> yes. Go into the aqueduct. They find the doctor on the ground. So this is the this is at the very beginning of the second episode, which is where things get a bit better. Well, before we go on, tell me tell me any questions about the first episode. I only have one note to say. I'm only pointing it out because it's hilarious, and obviously, as TV production went on, it got better. But there's a scene where John, who's lost his mind and they're trying to fix him, is talking about plotting because he can sense something happening around them. Oh, okay. I thought that was at the start of this one, but that's fine. Keep going. Nope. I wrote it in 
for episode 34. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, he knows something bad's happening, so he's trying to explain it. But because his mind is lost, he's just saying words, and one of them is plotting. Mm. And as he's as they're having this deep moment where you realise he's suffering, the cameraman just looks up very quickly, accidentally, and there's just a huge, massive boom <laughs> mic in the screen. Oh. Ta-da! I just wanted to mention it because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, next episode, kidnap. But you know, doing a second take, expensive. We talked about that before. Yeah. Um. Yeah, kidnapped. <laughs> but isn't it funny because isn't someone already being kidnapped? Yeah. So that's already happened, but more people get kidnapped. Kidnapped again. Because the second elder's already being kidnapped at this stage. And in fact, his kidnap is the whole reason this plot happens. Yeah. You'd think they'd name that episode after someone being kidnapped. Instead they named it... What they named it again? A Race Against Death. A Race Against Death. I guess because it's Ian. Ian. But of course, it wasn't a big race. It was Susan having a lovely stroll just down to the lab and back again with another antidote. How is that a race against death? Who knows? Well, I guess whoever wrote so this, if they're job. still alive. Well, I guess the doctor was doing a lot of research, like racing against the clock to find mm-hmm. an antidote. Except the last time we saw him, he was down in the dark in the aqueduct being attacked by a monster. We didn't know who it was. Speaking of which, yeah. they find him, they pick him up. Bring him back. Um, uh, but there's a sensor right down there who sees what's happening. And they play the scary music. Dun, 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 dun. What's he doing there? It's too dark. It's too dark. <laughs> and then he goes and tells the city administrator. Matthew's doing inverted commas. City administrator. Because he's pretending to be the second elder. Oh, tricky. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so the administrator... Sorry, sorry. I, I just... I just I, oh, yeah. I was just reading this part and I just thought I'd done something out of order, but we, we're perfectly fine. Okay. Okay, so... Um, Carol is still with John and John's b- bump, like, muttering about things again. Plotting. Um, evil. And uh, they're talking about the brain and all that kind of stuff. And, yep. you know, he's just... Like, it, it will take time for him to, to be fine. His fear compartment is overloading or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she wonders why he constantly speaks of treason, treason and betrayal. Mm. Maybe there's some treason and betrayal happening. Apparently. Uh, I also love the way she just kind of half-heartedly said, Oh, well, see you, John. Walks off. He's like, betrayal. No, evil. <laughs> Wait. Wait, she says wait, and then the door closes and she leaves. See you, John. Um, but hey, isn't she wants to marry him or something later, so that's all fine. She loves him, but when he's talking about something evil happening, she's not interested. Boring. I love him, but he just goes on and on about the evil betrayal. <laughs> um, Let's leave him with these strange prawn people. Uh, the yep. city administrator is after the disintegrator... Key. Yep. So he asks the second elder who's trapped with him. They just need names. <laughs> the city administrator, pretending to be the second elder, asks the real second elder yep. for the key, the his key to turn on the disintegrator. Yep. There we go. He's had enough of these people, he's just gonna disintegrate them. Yeah. 
don't worry that they could potentially cure the disease that's you know running rampant in your place. In fact, you know it because you had the solution and threw it on the ground. Yeah, why, why didn't you just take that? If you were skeptical, yeah. why wouldn't you take the antidote that had been made by this stranger and test it? Yeah. Rather than just throw it on the ground and smash it? And go, you know what? We don't even need them to exist. Let's disintegrate them. A guy called the doctor. He might be able to help you with your disease. <laughs> you insane prawn man. Um, the second elder. So the okay. So he goes to set up the disintegrator, and the second elder like does a bit of a fight back, and he's like, "No!" And he bends the the key to the disintegrator. Remember that? Yeah. And then the helper, the other sensorite that's there. You know, um, just like hits him over the head, yeah, and kills the second elder. Dun, dun, dun. The plot thickens. We'll the plotting soon. that John was talking Ooh. about thickens. Yeah, well, let's not talk. Let's not listen to John though. Um, the doctor has made the antidote. So the first elder's like, "That's great. Thank you so much for that. Here's a new coat." Yes, and can I say before we go further, I forgot how crazy the doctor's clothes were. Because they're mostly covered by that coat. But when it was torn off him, he's just got like this insane pattern of clothing at the top and the bottom that don't The Doctor match. always has weird clothing. See, I didn't... I forgot that that was an aspect of it because the of the cross coat. cross-stitch thing over there that you did in one of the previous episodes, he literally has a fez and a bow tie there. Yeah, that is pretty weird. <laughs> so, yeah, but I you went to the sixth Doctor, man. Man, that outfit is like... Yeah, but this is kind of... The one you're showing me... Yes. It's kind of like... Oh, I'm a cool millennial doctor. I'm so oh, I'm so zany. I'm wearing fez. Whereas this like is that. like, I'm an 80 year old man wearing brightly coloured checkered pants and shirt. So back my show. Yeah, but oh, I do have a picture of it in colour. We'll see that in a minute. Yeah, and I bet you it's not black and white, Matthew. <laughs> but I'm just um, saying, I totally forgot. And then without the jacket, you're like, whoa, dude. See, the thing, the cool thing about his cloak is. That's how I remember him in, like, he, because he pops in up at every now and then with, oh, like, a cloak on. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, oh, maybe this is where he got that cloak oh, from. Oh, that's cool. You're like, oh. You didn't realize. Yeah. That's um, right, because they can't give him a coat. It's actually a cloak, like uh, like a cape type can thing. I, yeah, just another thing on that. So, they gave him a cloak, but no one else is wearing cloaks. Did they just specially make him a cloak? Yeah, that's a good point. None of them wear clothes. Did they get it off one of the people who or first invaded their planet? The only thing they were is it's a stolen cloak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> make um, him a coat, but not quite. We don't want him to be too comfortable. Okay, I'll make him a cloak then. Um, but the giving of the cloak does allow for a quick dismissal of the next accusation against the Doctor. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Which is pretty good. So, the city administrator, who is pretending to be the second elder, walks in... Why don't we just call him the fake second elder? The fake second elder walks in with his crew... The, the, help, the, the, the FSE. We can call them the FSE if you want. One of the help. One of the guards. They've worried. They got the soldier things on them. Yeah, yeah, on their arms. And they say um, the doctor chased after the second elder, 
the one who's actually oh, dead. That's right. So this, so the fake second elder has now gone back to wearing his city administrator thing. Yeah. Okay, so now he's the city administrator. That's why right? saying fake might help. Well, now he's the real city administrator. Yep. And he comes in and says he saw the doctor like chase after the second elder, and um, the helper guy acute like says I saw him them fighting over the disintegrator key. Yeah. Um, and it got bent. Look, it's bent like it's been in a fight or something, and. The helper guy says, you know, he took it out from his... Something out from his cloak. Coat. His coat. And killed the... Second. The real second elder. Yeah, the one who is dead. The one who is dead. And then, um... Well, and then Ian's like, the doctor didn't have his coat at that point. It's still in the thing. And then the house was ripped apart by whatever's down in the tunnels. And the other sensor is like, "Oh well, I I must have missed it. It's definitely came from his cloak then." And the first elder's like, "I just gave him that cloak like thirty seconds ago." Like it's not a very well thought out story. (laughs) (laughs) I saw him take it out from his coat and kill that guy. He's not wearing a coat. I meant cloak. I just gave him that cloak. And so he gets arrested. There's a reason he's not one of the elders, that helper. <laughs> Dumb that, idiot. That sensor I gets arrested. And um, the doctor kind of suggests that the city administrator should be elevated to second elder. Yeah, to replace and the guy who's been un- killed. Didn't understand that. Because no. clearly that city administrator, not on your side. Don't push him up. Because I'm trying to remember if they ever had an interaction that made the doctor think that... He's trustworthy. But I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. They only have only, they've only ever been talking to the first elder. Yeah. So he gives Sasash the administrator. And Ian's like, oh, congratulations or whatever. And he's like, you will call me sir. And Ian's like, well, alright, calm down, buddy. You just became the second elder. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Calm down. Um, and so we cut to John, who's now 100% healed. Magic. Magic. And he's like, oh, Carol. Like, because we've never seen John be normal John. Yeah. He's all, like, in love with Carol again, and they're going to be happy. And Susan's like, oh, you mentioned, you know... Betrayal. He's like, oh... You know when I walked out on you at one of your desperate times? (laughs) He's like, I I did mention betrayal. Um, It was to do with the sensor. And the the city administrator, who's now really a second elder, says something which I think is hilarious. So John mentions that one of the sensorites is plotting something, like bad. Yeah. And... uh, that one says, do you remember which, like, are they in this room? <laughs> and how many people are in there? Uh, it's just him, Susan, Carol. And I think that's it. But my, maybe one other person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is is it me? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, good, see ya. Walks out. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, Susan then is like, oh, like she has like a bit of a light bulb moment. And she goes, oh, they're all wearing different things. What was, was he wearing like a thing around his like neck or sash or whatever? Yep. He's like, oh, it was a thing around his neck. 
And they go, ah, oh, so that is the city administrator. And we've just helped them become the second elder. Second most powerful person in the city. Yeah. And why did we help him become that? For no reason. No reason. I thought maybe the doctor was doing that just to kind of show the first elder that he can help him think through those decisions and be and be a yeah. friend. Or maybe he was just trying to be, get on good terms with the city administrator. Because I knew he was grumpy with them. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But the doctor is... This is what the wiki says. Yeah. The doctor is distraught. Yeah. To realise it is the administrator that is evil, who is now the second elder. Yeah, it should say second elder. So, um, the administrator, who is now the second elder, <laughs> helps his friend get out of prison. The we one who accused with about the with no evidence. Yeah. Um, but we don't have, we don't see that happen. It just does. Um. Now, I didn't understand part of this. So Ian and the Doctor, they're going to go back into the aqueduct to, to find out, get to the bottom of what's happening. With the water source, yeah. And so the first Elder is like, here, take some stuff with you to protect yourself. A map and some weapons. Yeah. Weapons that are organised by the second Elder who has them like tweaked with so that they don't work properly and the map kind of goes all over the place. Yeah, he has a guy actually adjust the map so that mm. it's not going to be helpful, but he takes something out of those weapons, almost like the battery source. Yeah, and so while the Doctor and Ian go off, Carol, John and Susan all have some food together, where Carol's like, I would love a nice juicy steak. But John says, we'll just have to make do with some small juicy fruit. <laughs> That was a weird conversation. What was the point of that? I don't know. It's nice though, wasn't it? It's just a bit of a bit relaxing. Yeah, because they're they're doing that thing where they all have to fake laugh. Yes. But what was the point of that scene? If if film is so expensive as we've been saying all episode, why film a scene where they are arguing over steak versus fruit? They weren't arguing, but I, I know what you mean. But but it's I so been, inconsequential. I found the next part more worse, so Okay. They're like, the Doctor and Ian have gone off. So Carol's like, I'll go look for them. Like, me, the character that doesn't really matter, I'll go look for them. Carol. (laughs) Carol. Yeah. She leaves that room so that John and Susan are just left together. And John's like, we're going to stop travelling and we're going to get married. Like, we're going to settle down. And then uh, Carol gets kidnapped. Like a hand grabs her. Well, that's the and I was like, oh, yeah, there is the kidnap. Um, I thought she was going to get killed. I was like, oh. Yeah, that would have been pretty full on. After he's just laid out the we're lovely gonna life married. they're going to have. We're going to go back to Earth. We're going to get married. Yes. Um, John. Now, there's something interesting that happens in that conversation. I don't think it's mentioned here, but I wrote it down. Yeah. I think. Kidnap. Oh no, it's the next episode. A desperate adventure. A desperate adventure. Adventure. I wrote adventure, but I'm wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the uh, Wait, wait, wait. What's the difference? Adventure, you're going to go do something. Adventure is exciting. 
Okay, so a desperate venture. Is that actually what it is? Or no, you made that up? Like, you could go on a business venture. Like, you're going to do something. Yeah, you're I suppose gonna... business adventure <laughs> sounds weird, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're not going on a business adventure. Makes it sound like a couple of Lord of the Rings characters are going to do some trade. Business adventure. Hobbits and elves or something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of that before. <laughs> a desperate um, venture. Carol... Sorry, there's just a lot of... I just need to take a minute because there's just a lot of kidnapping and just exposition. (laughs) For some reason, the one episode called Kidnap is the kidnap of a character who we don't really care that much about. I mean, we do, but she's not one of the main crew with the Doctor. No. But there's kidnapping in all of these of other people that do matter a lot more. We should point out at the start of this episode, so Carol's been kidnapped, but luckily the Doctor had requested Barbara be brought down from the spaceship. Back from holiday. So we've got Barbara. Barbara's back. Barbara's back. Barbara's back, and uh, with with a fresh perspective, obviously, because she hasn't had a lot to do with these sensorites. Yeah. Um, Carol is taken to the disintegrator room. Can I just quickly say something, Lou? Yeah. You know how last um, story arc I talked about the fact that Barbara always seems to be the hero and solve everything. Hmm. She's been away for two or three episodes. Yep. She's back for a minute, and she sums up the whole situation and goes, oh, there's some political things going on here. We need to be careful. I don't know if we should be trusting all these people in these different positions. Like, literally, she's back for a minute, and she's already on board with, with where they've been catching up for they two episodes. They need a line, and they're like, thanks for filling me in. This is what I think. Yeah. <laughs> but she just, like, why let her go on holiday? She's the hero, obviously. It's not Doctor Who. Um, Carol is forced to write a note that says, I'm going to the spaceship. Yep. Um, which is all the letter says, and that's given to, <laughs> that's given to John. Well, it literally says, literally says, John, I've gone back up to the spaceship, Carol. <laughs> and that doesn't make them suspicious. What makes them suspicious is there's like a smudge on it. So yeah, that's right. He, they think that she's written it and it's just been like quickly grabbed from her and then taken. So they think it's been rushed and obviously that's a bad thing. Not the fact that there's no like emotion or anything in that note. I have gone back to the spaceship, Carol. Like it's written by a Dalek. <laughs> yes. Um, what a lovely note. They still think something's happened to doc- the Doctor and Ian down in the aqueduct. Uh, which has, because if we cut to them, they are lost and they don't have any weapons really. Well, the map's wrong and the weapons don't work. And yeah. Now they start hearing those loud sounds of an apparent monster in the tunnels. Yeah. That we've been hearing about for so long. And so it's not a monster at this point. We find out who it is really. This is the twist. This is the twist. Well, I thought it was. No monster. Person. Person. Who runs off. Yeah. And they go after them. And then Barbara is like, we'll need to go down there because there's something's probably happened. She's the hero. And I don't... I, she seems to pick up on the fact that Susan is a lot more telepathically gifted than all of their team. Yep. So she's like, I'll take one of these the stethoscope things that they, she puts on her head to communicate. Yeah, the prawn people. Sensorites. Yes. And, um... Sorry, that's, uh... 
specious. But I, th- I thought that was weird because I thought the stethoscope thing, you'd put that... Because when the second elder is kidnapped, he is receiving information from the first elder, but can't reply because he hasn't got the thing to put on his head. Yes, that's right. And so I thought that that thing was to send messages to... Not to receive. Not to receive. But Susan doesn't have one. And Barbara's got one. And Barbara's still hearing things from Susan. And then starts communicating back. I wonder if it's because the sensorites naturally can do that. Maybe humans cannot. And so they have to use the device. But you're right. Why would they not make it? She's sending messages. No, but she's... The idea is she's not meant to be human, right? Yeah. Although, I've told you a million times, she's not his granddaughter, and that's going to be a big twist, but anyway. But yeah, I don't know why she's apparently got this psychic ability. But also, I thought something very clever that they did, in terms of how they were going to tell us the story, right? Mm. Because if, if I'm... Okay, so if I'm communicating to you with my mind, I'm not speaking it out loud, am I? Ready? Let's practice. Remember people, so you, you can't see this because this is an audio thing, but index fingers to your, the size of your forehead. This is how it always works. And then you just stare. Okay, so I'm going to think of a number between 1 and 100. Ready? Let's communicate. 27. <gasps> I didn't think of that. <laughs> I actually forgot to. But my point is... Yeah. Um, you don't say the words out loud. Yeah, but then they had to. Look, Sorry, this is my point, but let me, let me make my point. Okay. The clever thing the writers did was make them say, you need to speak out the words as you're thinking them, and it'll make it easier for you to communicate. It'll make it stronger. Why don't they just have radios? I'll tell you why. So then us, as the viewer, <laughs> know what's being said. It was a clever thing they put in so that we're not just watching people stare oh, no. out front I for get no that. Reason. Well, I thought that was clever. I just yeah, no, that was good. But why didn't they just have radios? But they are on an alien planet where they don't maybe just don't have radios. You know, that's they a good have point. telepathy. Yeah, they don't have radios, <laughs> but they can talk with their brains. Yes. But yeah, I thought that was clever. Um, that's all I wanted to say. I'm sorry if I offended. The Doctor and Ian are surrounded. Because you find out it's not just one person. It's more of them. It's the people from that first ship. Yeah. The first ship that found the rich stuff. Right at the beginning that they talked Malig- about. Magildium? Malignium? The stuff. The stuff. And, um... They, they think, they're, they think they're at war with the Sensorites now, for some reason. They've gone a bit crazy, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the Sensorites don't even know they're there. They think there's some monster in the tunnels. Yeah. And so the Doctor's like, oh, okay, well, we're, we're here to help. And we're going to take you out of here. And the war's over. Yeah, the war. We, we won. won. Nice work. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that we've won. This is Barbara. She's been in the spaceship. We're going to follow her. She's going to take us out. And so they just walk out and get them captured. Sense right's right there. <laughs> yeah. So that solves that problem. And so, so basically, it was a cool twist that it was actually the people from the first ship that you didn't know still existed. Yeah. But then they just get captured in a matter of moments. Yeah. I guess the director was like, "Come on, we've got to sum this episode up. Let's get it rolling." Can I just point out? Go ahead. 
I'm just trying to find here. Maybe you can help me. Okay. The second elder, the new second elder, the one that's not dead. Yeah, the evil one. What happened to him? The guy left in the spaceship is Maitland. Ah, yes. Maitland, that's right. Okay, so they do kind of... They must reference him. I don't know what happens to I think I think it happens right at the beginning. What happens is that as soon as Barbara realises something's wrong with the weapons, uh, the second elder gets arrested because the first elder realises what's happened. Yeah, but I don't think you see much of that. I think that... It's, it's it, just kind of suggested. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, sometime... I think they say something, though. Yeah, I just can't remember. Like I don't... He says something like... He just stops being a big player in that last episode. He's just, like, out. And Ian, or the Doctor, says, what will you do with him? And the first elder says, well, we just put them out in the wasteland. <gasps> they did say that. They do say that. But yeah, I thought no, we I saw him... Now. Do we not see him get arrested? I can't remember now. I, d- I think it... I, know, I don't know. The first has been... <laughs> Uh, announces that the mission has been banished to the outer wastes of the sense sphere. There you go. For never. his crimes, never to return. Task locked has also been replaced, and the travelers are free to leave. And they get in their box and fly away. Boom. Uh, but before they because fly away, they realize that the reason for the water being poisoned was that those other people thought there was a war so once they were able to fix that issue mm. they then trusted the crew to leave yeah and not bring back because they were worried they're going to bring back an army to steal all the resources yeah but that doesn't happen doesn't happen um the doctor then is like you know look at they look at the Im- video image of the other ship leaving and Ian says at least they know where they're going yeah. And the doctor gets very defensive. He's like, I'm going to kick you out no matter where we land next. Which I want to point out is really weird because moments before, the doctor is complaining about how his ship seems to be very aimless. Yeah. And all Ian did was say the same thing and he got mad about it. The doctor got mad about it. Sometimes you're going to get mad. Oh, that doctor. Woo! What a crack up. That was the point, right? Yeah. And that's where we're up to. That's where we're up to. Is that the... I don't know if it's the end of season one. Is it the end of the season that we can watch? No. Is there another story? Oh, because you've got the secret ones. Yes, you ready? So there was lost episodes after this. Oh, okay, okay. Before we do that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to, do, we've got to rate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, true. true okay, true. so out of 13 Doctors, soon to be 14. That's right, the 13th one. Oh my gosh, Russell T. Davis is coming back. We'll have to talk about that at some point. I don't know who that is and I don't care. You will care. Not yet. I'm the first Doctor. Um, I don't even know that he reintegrates, remember? Uh, I'll give you some... Do you want to rate it now, or do I'm going to give you some like trivial things? It's up to you. Okay, I'll give you some trivial things. Give me some trivial things. So, um... Trivia. Trivial means these, they don't matter. While, uh, this isn't a um, spoiler, because mm. lots of things happen that don't come up again. Mm-hmm. We don't see the sensorites on screen again. Ever? No. They seem like a cool civilization. You'd think that they'd come back. But they do influence the creation of another similar species. Oh, that we really? we will see oh. over and over again. Oh, that's cool. Mm. So they're like the precursor to a bigger thing. Yes. Um, in fact... So, um, so do, they, do you want to see a thing? Does that mean that they die out and something happens? Um, or you can't say? 
I can't tell you. Okay, but I'm going to assume that's what you're saying. But William Russell, who is Ian, Ian. and Carolyn Ford, who is Susan. Susan. <laughs> I went to say Barbara, and you let me correct myself. Yeah. Um, they record an audio story. Oh. Um, that is about. Um, the title will give this away. This one. Where they return to it. And there's William Russell. Oh, yeah, you can see his face, absolutely. Yeah. You can tell a scene even though he looks and, now like the doc does. Um, but he. He even. Um, so he's silly and chestnut. Even the way he talks, like, it's that character. Like, uh, he purposely you know, you know was speaking like the same one. Yeah, and Susan's obviously much older. I don't know who that other guy is, and maybe I shouldn't know. This one? Yeah. Um, you don't know him yet, but you will. Okay. He's a pretty... He, he's in this TV series. Are we supposed to wait before we go into whatever that is? Susan's War? Yeah. Okay. That doesn't give you anything. Okay. That's just a title of a story. I'm going to assume at some point she's a war with someone. Yeah, because she seems like a soldier, doesn't she? Um, yeah, all that screaming and nonsense and boring. She's grow up. I mean, just look at her. Okay, well, so, she, she looked old there, so I assume she grows up. Um, Jacqueline Hill. So this is Barbara. Barbara. Does not appear in A Race Against Death and Kidnap. As she was on holidays when these episodes were recorded. Yep. There you go. On holidays with that strange man, as usual? Uh, yes. The character, not the, not the actress. I'm not... Um, saying anything about the actress. Strangers in Space, which is earlier in, this, in the thing, is one of the few episodes in the entirety of the classic era that features a shot of the TARDIS crew exiting the TARDIS through the interior doors with the camera directly following them outside. Mm. Actually walk through and out into the open. So normally you don't see that? No, because it's difficult. Well, going from box to room. Yeah, because I guess the idea is... How are they going to show the change in space? Yeah. Okay. And time? Ooh. Uh, there is that thing about the sense rights influencing a future species, which we will talk about at some point. Sure, I've not read the name, or does it not matter? It doesn't matter, but don't say it. Okay. All I'm going to say is... Ooh, it looked interesting. Now, there's a... <laughs> now, there's a lot of production errors... Yes, I bet. See if there's one about a boom mic. There, no, the walls are. Hang on, there'll be one that because it's early. The doctor calls Maitland John in Strangers in Space. So that's the name wrong. <laughs> that's why we didn't know who he was. Uh, when Ian sees the sensor right in space at the end of Strangers in Space, its hands are pressed against the window. But at the start of the Unwilling Warriors, its hands are not pressed on the window or visible at all. So that's one of your things where they've reshot it. Which apparently is, is expensive, yet they won't do it when someone says the wrong word. It also says the sensorite at the end of The Strangers in Space look, also looks nothing like the same one at the start of The Unwilling Warriors. That is true. Yeah. A woman's voice... I, I don't think I've noticed this one. A woman's voice reciting numbers can be heard in the background of one scene in which Susan speaks with the sensorite. The DVD release explains that, that this was audio of a production assistant calling out camera shots, which somehow was overheard by studio microphones. Oh, jeez. I didn't notice it at all. Uh, in Strangers in Space, the Dr. Maitland ring out to a sound effect that isn't actually heard. <laughs> um, and then there's some... Okay. The Doctor first mentions the dislike of we- weapons, which he 
prominently points out at various later points in his life. There you go. I didn't know that. Yeah, when they're given the weapons to go under the tiles, I remember. He's like, no, nah, I don't need that. Not interested. Uh, here's some continuity. So we can start talking about continuity because they start referring to previous episodes. The Doctor and his the companions at the start of the very first episode of this serial. Yeah. Um, so how one simple trip turned into one big adventure, saying it all started as a mild curiosity in a junkyard. They recount the prehistoric times yep. from the unearthly child. They recall Marinus from the Keys of Marinus, the Daleks from the Daleks, and Marco Polo from the one we can't see, wow. and the Aztecs from the Aztecs. The, the Aztecs from the Aztecs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, would you like to score it? You know, but go up. I just want to... Can I get out of the mouse? You want boom mic? I want to see if it's there, because I didn't imagine it. It's in the... Um... Production error spot. That's story notes. Two more boom mics are sighted in a race against death. One is seen over the doctor, just as he says, I think he's getting better. Yeah. Which I think is about John. That's the one I saw. Yeah. Another one is seen over the first elder as Susan says, may I do that? Well, very descriptive. Ooh. I have no idea what that might have been. Anyway, yeah. The note the note Carol was forced to write in the hands of the seat administrator is different to the one that Barbara is reading in the next scene. <laughs> there you go. There's so much stuff you don't even realise. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Anyway. Okay. Scoring. Scoring out of 13. Oh, I like lots of parts of this story, but like you said, it was very exposition heavy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You okay? Yeah, I'm just getting a thing, everyone. Oh, okay. I just want I just gave you a chance to think. Sure. Um I'm gonna give it a nine. I thought it was pretty good. Oh Christopher Eccleston. But not exceptional. I okay. like the political inner conflict part that I said before and all of that. It was pretty good. Okay. I feel like eight and seven is too much of an average ish score. I thought it was Better than average. Better than average. Well, I'm going to give it seven. I'm going to give it a Sylvester McCoy. Which is average. It's average. It was fine. It's a fine episode. Fine episode. It's a fine episode. Good show, I say. Ha ha. <laughs> now, you are correct. If we are on um, Brit, if we were on BritBox right now, which we're not, yeah. um, it would say no more episodes. End of season one. Is in the end of season one. Which I don't know why it does that, because there's other episodes that have replacement episodes that are there in the future but the next one's supposed to be the reign of terror i think right i'm scrolling the reign of terror which yep. is the last um story of season one so we're at the very end of the season mm-hmm. but thank- wow, it looks like a pirate play thank you um brisbane city council Ooh. The Random Terror on DVD. That's cool. Um, Now, it's not entirely there. So, episode... It's missing episodes four and five. So, They're they're gone forever. Yeah. Well, the audio exists. Okay. So, they've animated it. Oh, that's awesome. So, you can still watch the whole thing. Oh, that's awesome. So, it's a six-episode one. Yep. And because it's DVD... um, It's all on disc, right? Must be. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise they've left out a disc. So I figure... Yeah. Maybe... I should watch three. 
And then give it to you? Well, I was going to suggest, is it a big story? Because we could watch it together and do one episode. Watch all six. Yeah, we could. Is it is it too big of a story? Because we normally split up the bigger ones. Six times twenty five minutes. What's that? It's like over just over two hours, two and a half yeah. hours. Yeah, let's watch it. Okay, I'll put it in now. Not now, <laughs> but you don't want to split it. We'll watch it as one thing and do one episode to finish yeah, off this season. Yeah, we could season. record while we watch it. You could do a commentary and then do a real episode. Mm. Oh, but on Earth. Finally, <laughs> we were supposed to be for the Marco Polos, and then they decided, oh, let's just, wait, which is even worse now. Not only did they decide, let's record over it, they said, this is trash, let's throw it out. What do you mean? They got rid of it from the archives. They were like, we don't need this anymore. We don't need this anymore. Um, yes, so we'll do that. Now, the other thing is... Go ahead. I think once we get to the end of the second Doctor, which I know is a long time... A few seasons away, I'm guessing. Yeah, so if I go... Where's episodes? Where's that thing where it says all the episodes of Doctor Who? Um, I don't know. This bit. Oh, yeah. You know where it had the episodes missing or whatever? Yeah. This one, Galaxy 4, oh. that's being remastered too, so we should be able to watch that. Um, but season 3 is missing a lot of stuff. Oh, man. Um, so the Reign of Terror is missing, but we've got it on DVD. Nice. Season 2 is basically all there. I can't wait for the Time Meddler. Oh, my God. I've heard about that episode. Um, and... There's a lot missing in Season 3. And Season 4. Season 4, that's just the first Doctor. So that's when his story ends. But I have. Well, we don't I, even get to see it. No, no, I have that on DVD. Oh. It just, they, it's just again they've animated some episodes. And that's so. So his leaving is animated. No, no, not. Oh, it could be. His leaving is his. The episode where he leaves is not animated. Well, maybe it's the start of the next season. I'm guessing then. No, one, one of like because that's four episodes. Oh, I see what you're it's saying. It's not missing all four episodes. Okay, but it's missing the first four of season four. Yes. Jeez. Um, and then the second Doctor. So season four was only eight episodes. Can you not really explain? No, no, I just thought I just explained it. Eight episodes with the first Doctor. And then season oh, four. Oh, I didn't see that that said season four. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, many, many, many apologies. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so when we get to the end of the second Doctor, I also have this... Ooh. So they, these are the DVD I'm holding up. Everyone is borrow it. Yeah, this is Christmas Eve Council again. How long have you got that for? We're not going to be at the second Doctor soon, are we? Yeah, but I'll just extend it. <laughs> you just want to make sure we had it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I appreciate um, that. So these are all the episodes where they haven't even animated them. It's just um, the bits and pieces. So, for example, it's got episodes one and three of the Crusade. Episode 2 of the Space Pirates. They're just episodes taken out of other seasons that they haven't got all the episodes for. Oh. So where are you going to get incomplete story arcs? Not just some missing and some not. I can't open it. It's lost forever. Feels like it. 
the lady at the um she didn't unlock it for you no it was it was just unlocked ready you've locked it again oh now it's unlocked <laughs> she said it will take a bit of force there we go oh well there you go sorry everyone so these are all the episodes that are there's like partial ones and then there's even cds of the ones where there's audio but no video that's awesome. I'm not going to watch all of them, though. I think we'll just watch a few of these. And there's special special features. Okay. Thanks for listening. Okay. Um, if you liked... Do you have anything else to say? Like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe. Check out YouTube for, like, random clips. Yes. Check out Facebook for random clips. Yes. Check out... Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yes. Where all the podcast actually is. Instagram. Please. Twitter. Uh, please. Please. <laughs> please. Please, please uh, review it. With more than four stars. Yeah, thank you. We got one four star review. Which um, we're thankful for. Thank you, sir. Yeah. We got man. one comment on our on our YouTube video. Actually, we have two, don't we? We do. We got one from like a Doctor Who site. Super fan. And we got one from one of my students. <laughs> that said, nice podcast, Mr. Antonelli. It's like, yay! Thank you for that. And now I'm going to have to hear about that at school at some point. Yes. That's like, you know what? Extra subscribers. That's true. Yeah. Everyone just subscribe. If you're a fan of Mr. Antonelli, please like and subscribe. <sighs> and then go on rateMyTeachers.com and uh, rate, like and subscribe. Yeah. You know there's a website in the US for rating teachers. Yeah, there is. It's, it's in Australia now. Yeah, but I'm talking about the one where... It's not... What type of rating is it? It's ratemyteachers.com.au. It's yeah, got like a breakdown of like... What rating... What do they use to give a rating? Is it an it's A, things B, or C? like... Because in No, the I US, think it's five stars. Okay, well, there's one in the US where they give different chilies to explain how hot the teacher is. That's creepy. <laughs> not hot as in attractive, as in how good they are, but it'll be like, oh, he's got two hot chilies next to his name. Mm. See, like, let me just find this now. I know what you're saying. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. No, we don't. This bit doesn't need to be in. <laughs> Are we done? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, check out the podcast episode description for everything we just said, plus things we forgot. Laters. Okay, bye. What are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of my ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse. Reverse. Reverse the polarity. I just reversed the polarity.